We all encounter negativity in our lives, some more than others. It's easy to give in to that negativity and allow it to rule us. But just think how amazing you would feel to overcome it and live a positive life. Just imagine the things we could achieve if we had positivity fighting our corner with us. Imagine the horrors we could deflect with a positive mind guiding us through the darkness. Welcome to Positivity and Peace, the podcast that will give you a motivational buzz. Hello and welcome to another Positivity and Peace podcast. Well, I hope you're having a great month. I know I am at the moment. I've got plenty to do. Um, It doesn't seem too good at the moment with this COVID-19. I hope it doesn't come back so we can get everything back on track. But at the moment, things seem to be rising. So you all need to stay safe out there. So anyway, on the podcast... We have um, loads. We have the poem of the podcast. We have the 365 jar. We have Gordon's mailbag, which I think he's trying to think he's some sort of comedian. So you have to listen out for that. I think he's also doing his motivational um, talks, which I think he's got another recording from Dr. Wayne Dyer. He likes um, getting these recordings, does Gordon. Um... So yeah, there's lots to listen to, so I hope you enjoy it, and if you need to give me any feedback, please send me an email to bookmarkquinn at gmail.com. So anyway, let's crack on with the podcast, and enjoy it. When I was doing my businesses a few years ago, I always used to like Richard Branson. I always wanted to be like Richard Branson and he always made me feel so positive. And I remember reading um, his book, Screw It, Let's Do It. If you've never read it, read it. It's when um, he started off Student Magazine uh, and then he, he found the Virgin Group and Virgin Records in the 70s Um, and then he went on to form Virgin Atlantic Airlines and he's even gone on now to do Virgin Galactic but he really always inspires me and gives me that that motivational buzz so here's 10 of his tips I just want to uh, pass on to you 1. Follow your dreams and just do it Two, make a positive difference and do some good. Three, believe in your ideas and be the best. Four, have fun and look after your family. Five, don't give up. Six, Make lots of lists 
and keep setting yourself new challenges. Seven, spend time with your family. Eight, try turning off the TV and get out there and do things. Nine, when people say bad things about you, just prove them wrong. And ten, do what you love and have a sofa in the kitchen. So that's Richard Branson's top tips. I mean, he's so inspiring. He just inspires me. Um, I don't think I'd ever be able to fit a sofa in my kitchen. But um, I think I get the gist of what he means. So I hope you enjoyed that. 10 tips from Richard Branson. Dip into the post bag with Garden Bainbridge. Hello, it's Garden here with Dip Into The Post Bag with Garden Bainbridge. Well, I looked on the emails today to see if I had anything. And guess what? Not a thing. Nothing's in the pot. The cupboard is bare. Uh, I tell you, this podcast is getting worse. I don't know why he carries on with it. Anyway, I tell you one thing. I went to the barber's the other day, you know, to have my hair done, get a new hairstyle. So anyway, I walked in and I said to the barber, I said, give me an hairstyle like Paul McCartney. You know, him from the Beatles, John Lennon's brother. Anyway, so anyway, he started cutting my hair, he started shaving it, styling it, zipping it with the, the zippers and everything. Anyway, when he finished, I looked in the mirror and I was as bald as an egg. I didn't have an hair on my head. I said to him, what have you done to me? I said, Paul McCartney doesn't have his hair like this. He said to me, he does if he comes in here. Uh, Oh, that's my wife, Beatrice. Uh, Say hello, Beatrice. Oh, she's so funny. Anyway, so nothing in the mailbag. And later on, motivational talks regarding Bainbridge is coming on. So I hope you listen to that. And I hope you like me joke. I don't. Oh, Beatrice. Bye for now. The 365 Jar, filled with positive quotes. Yes, it's time for the 365 Positive Quote Jar. Remember, never stop learning because life never stops teaching. So, the 365 Jar is filled with positive and motivational quotes. So, let's dip in now and see what we can dig out. Okay, I've got this one here now. Okay. Just because you fail once doesn't mean you're going to fail at everything. Keep trying, hold on, 
and always, always believe in yourself. Because if you don't, who will? So keep your head high, keep your chin up, and most importantly, keep smiling. Because life's a beautiful thing, and there's so much to smile about. That is beautiful. Okay, let's dip in now, get another one. We'll go for three on this podcast. Okay, what have we got here? I've seen better days, but I've also seen worse. I don't have everything I want, but I do have everything I need. I woke up with some aches and pains, but I woke up. My life may not be perfect, but I am blessed. Okay, let's dig in here. Okay, what we got here? Okay. You may not be able to control every situation and its outcome, but you can control your attitude and how you deal with it. That is so important. And that is the 365 positive quote jar. Positive quote of the podcast. Positive quote of the podcast from Promoting Positivity. I've got two of them. Want what you have. The second one is, your mind is a powerful thing. When you fill it with positive thoughts, your life will start to change. In fact, I'm gonna go for a third. Let's just flick through. Here we go, let's go for this one. When thinking about life, remember this. No amount of guilt can solve the past and no amount of anxiety can change the future. Poem of the Poem of the podcast from Life As We Know It by the Mancunian Poet. And this episode, we've got the poem Rainbow. If I were a rainbow, what colour would I be? Would I be blue like the sea? Would I be green like a tree? 
If I were a rainbow, would I have gold at the end? Would I drive you around the bend? You bet I would. If I were a rainbow, I would brighten up the sky. I would be that high. If I were a rainbow, I would have colours of yellow, pink and green. I would be a mean machine. If I were a rainbow, I would have leprechauns guarding my treasures and two unicorns just for good measures. If I were a rainbow, I would need the sun and rain to shine. But I know in the end that you would be mine. Motivational Thoughts with Garden Bambridge. Hello, it's Garden again, and welcome to Garden Bainbridge's Motivational Talks, where I get someone who's very motivational, and I get a recording, and I put it on so you can listen to it. And guess what? We've got Dr. Wayne Dyer again. I'm going to carry on getting his recording until I run out, because he's very good, isn't he? He's talking at the moment, when you listen to the recording, that is, about sleep. Let's see if you're not already asleep listening to this podcast. Anyway, yes, he talks about what you should do before you go to sleep every night to keep your subconscious going. Very, very interesting. Can you hear my budgie in the background? She's called Snow. She's a white budgie and she's flicking the seeds all over the place. Anyway, listen to the Reek Garden and I hope you enjoy it. Tonight, and every night for the rest of your life, I want you to take the last five minutes before you go off to sleep and realize that you are about to program your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind is most at home when you are unconscious, when you are asleep. If you spend the last five minutes of your day, which so many people do, reviewing all of the things that you don't like, and all the things that didn't work out, and how terrible you feel, and who abused you, and who was mean to you, and who said this, and they did this, and you're constantly doing this kind of thing with your mind, then you are programming your subconscious mind that when you awaken, because you're now about to marinate for the next eight hours in your subconscious mind, and then when you awaken, you will rejoin the universal subconscious mind, the mind of God, from which we all originate. We're all just individualized personal expressions of that one thing that we call the Tao, or God, or divine mind, or soul, or spirit. But the Tao that can be named is not the Tao. So you want to be real careful about how you program your subconscious mind. This is from the book of Job. In a dream, in a vision of the night, When deep sleep falls upon men, while slumbering on their beds, 
then he opens the ears of men and seals their instruction. Job 33, 15 and 16. When you are slumbering on your bed, he opens your ears and seals your instruction. What you place into your subconscious mind as you are about to go into this deep slumber is all dependent upon what you do the last three or four or five minutes before you go off to sleep. You want to place into your imagination whatever you have placed into the I am that that I spoke about earlier. I am well. I am content. I am peaceful. I am happy. I am prosperous. I am abundant. I am God. I am God. I am God. Because at the basic core, each and every one of us are just that. It's like if you just close your eyes and just listen to this meditation. <clears throat> it's from the book Three Magic Words. Here's what I'd like you to say to yourself at night. I know that I am pure spirit, that I always have been, and that I always will be. There is inside me a place of confidence and quietness and security where all things are known and understood. This is the universal mind, God, of which I am a part and which responds to me as I ask of it. This universal mind knows the answer to all of my problems. And even now, the answers are speeding their way to me. I needn't struggle for them. I needn't worry or strive for them. When the time comes, the answers will be there. I give my problems to the great mind of God. I let go of them, confident that the correct answers will return to me when they are needed. Through the great law of attraction, everything in life that I need for my work and fulfillment will come to me. It is not necessary that I strain about this. Only believe, for in the strength of my belief, my faith will make it so. I see the hand of divine intelligence all about me, in the flower, the tree, the brook, the meadow. I know that the intelligence that created all these things is in me and around me and that I can call upon it for my slightest need. I know that my body is a manifestation of pure spirit, and that spirit is perfect. Therefore, my body is perfect also. I enjoy life, for each day brings a constant demonstration of the power and wonder of the universe and myself. I am confident. I am serene. I am sure. No matter what obstacle or undesirable circumstance crosses my path, I refuse to accept it, for it is nothing but illusion. There can be no obstacle or undesirable circumstance to the mind of God, which is in me, around me, and serves me now. This is the great lesson. Know this within you. When Herman Melville was writing Moby Dick, he wasn't writing about a man looking for a whale. He was writing about a man trying to find his higher self. He said these words, For as this appalling ocean surrounds the verdant land, 
so in the soul of man lies one insular Tahiti, full of peace and joy, but encompassed by all of the horrors of the half-lived life. In every moment of your life as you leave here today, you have this choice. You can either be a host to God or a hostage to your ego. It's your call. Thank you. God bless you. Namaste.